Welcome to day 287. The date is October 15th. We're in the book of Jeremiah. Chapters 50 to 52. We'll be finishing up this book today. And then to finish up today's reading, we'll read from Isaiah chapter 27. So let's get right into it. With Jeremiah chapter 50. The message of God through the prophet Jeremiah on Babylon, land of the Chaldeans. Get the word out to the nations. Preach it. Go public with this. Broadcast it far and wide. Babylon taken. God Bell hanging his head in shame. God Marduk exposed as a fraud. All her God idols shuffling in shame. All her play gods exposed as cheap frauds. For a nation will come out of the north to attack her, reduce her cities to rubble. Empty of life, no animals, no people, not a sound, not a movement, not a breath. In those days at that time, God's decree, the people of Israel will come, and the people of Judah with them. Walking and weeping, they'll seek me, their God. They'll ask directions to Zion and set their faces toward Zion. They'll come and hold tight to God, bound in a covenant eternal they'll never forget. My people were lost sheep. Their shepherds led them astray. They abandoned them in the mountains where they wandered aimless through the hills. They lost track of home, couldn't remember where they came from. Everyone who met them took advantage of them. Their enemies had no qualms. Fair game, they said. They walked out to God. Or they walked out on God. They abandoned the true pasture, the hope of their parents. But now... Get out of Babylon as fast as you can. Be rid of that Babylonian country on your way. Good sheepdogs lead, but don't you be led. Lead the way home. Do you see what I'm doing? I'm rallying a host of nations against Babylon. They'll come out of the north, attack and take her. Oh, they know how to fight these armies. They never come home empty-handed. Babylon is ripe for picking. All her plunderers will fill their bellies. God's decree. You Babylonians had a good time while it lasted, didn't you? You lived it up, exploiting and using my people, frisky calves romping in lush pastures, wild stallions out having a good time, while your mother would hardly be proud of you. The woman who bore you wouldn't be pleased. Look at what's come of you, a nothing nation, rubble and garbage and weeds, emptied of life by my holy anger, a desert of death and emptiness. Travelers who pass by Babylon will gasp, appalled, shaking their heads at such a come down. Gang up on Babylon, pin her down, throw everything you have against her, hold nothing back, knock her flat. She sinned, oh, how she sinned against me. Shout battle cries from every direction, all the fight has gone out of her. Her defenses have been flattened, her walls smashed. Operation God's Vengeance, pile on the vengeance. Do to her as she has done. Give her a good dose of her own medicine. Destroy her farms and farmers. Ravage her fields, empty her barns. And you captives, while the destruction rages, get out while the getting's good. Get out fast and run for home. Israel is a scattered flock, hunted down by lions. The king of Assyria started the carnage. The king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, has completed the job, gnawing the bones clean. And now this is what God of the angel armies, the God of Israel, has to say. Just watch, I'm bringing down doom on the king of Babylon and his land. The same doom I brought on the king of Assyria. But Israel I'll bring home to good pastures. 
He'll graze on the hills of Carmel and Bashan, on the slopes of Ephraim and Gilead. He will eat to his heart's content in those days, and at that time, God's decree, they'll look high and low for a sign of Israel's guilt. Nothing. Search nook and cranny for a trace of Judah's sin. Nothing. These people that I've saved will start out with a clean slate. Attack, Marathiam, land of revels. Go after Peacod, country of doom. Hunt them down, make a clean sweep. God's decree. These are my orders. Do what I tell you. The thunderclap of battle shakes the foundations. The hammer has been hammered, smashed and splintered. Babylon pummeled beyond recognition. I set out a trap and you were caught in it. Oh, Babylon, you never knew what hit you. Caught and held in the steel grip of that trap. That's what you get for taking on God. I, God, opened my arsenal. I brought out my weapons of wrath. The master, God of the angel armies, has a job to do in Babylon. Come at her from all sides. Break into her granaries. Shovel her into piles and burn her up. Leave nothing, leave no one. Kill all her young Turks. Send them to their doom. Doom to them. Yes, doomsday. The clock has finally run out on them. And here's a surprise. Runaways and escapees from Babylon show up in Zion reporting the news of God's vengeance, taking vengeance for my own temple. Call in the troops against Babylon, anyone who can shoot straight. Tighten the noose, leave no loopholes. Give her back as good as she gave, a dose of her own medicine. Her brazen insolence is an outrage against God, the Holy of Israel. And now she pays, her young strewn dead in the streets, her soldiers dead, silent forever. God's decree. Do you get it, Mr. Pride? I'm your enemy. Decree of the master, God of the angel armies. Times run out on you. That's right, it's doomsday. Mr. Pride will fall flat on his face. No one will offer him a hand. I'll set his towns on fire. The fire will spread wild through the country. And here's more from God of the angel armies. The people of Israel are beaten down, the people of Judah along with them. Their oppressors have have them in a grip of steel. They won't let go. But the rescuer is strong, God of the angel armies. Yes, I will take their side. I'll come to their rescue. I'll soothe their land, but rough up the people of Babylon. It's all out war in Babylon, God's decree. Total war against people, leaders, and the wise. War to the death on her boasting pretenders, fools one and all. War to the death on her soldiers, cowards to a man. War to the death on her hired killers, gutless wonders. War to the death on her banks, looted. War to the death on her water supply, drained dry. A land of make-believe gods gone crazy. Hobgoblins. The place will be haunted with jackals and scorpions, night owls and vampire bats. No one will ever live there again. The land will reek with the stench of death. It will join Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighbors. The cities I did away with, God's decree. No one will live there again. No one will again draw breath in that land ever. And now watch this. People pouring out of the north, hordes of people. A mob of kings stirred up from far off places. Flourishing deadly weapons. Barbarians they are, cruel and pitiless. Roaring and relentless like ocean breakers, they come riding fierce stallions in battle formation ready to fight you, daughter Babylon. 
Babylon's king hears them coming. He goes white as a ghost, limp as a dishrag. Terror-stricken, he doubles up in pain, helpless to fight, like a woman giving birth to a baby. And now, watch this, like a lion coming up from the thick jungle of the Jordan, looking for prey in the mountain pastures. I'll take over and pounce. I'll take my pick of the flock, and who's to stop me? All the so-called shepherds are helpless before me. So, listen to this plan that God has worked out against Babylon. The blueprint of what he's prepared for dealing with Chaldea. Believe it or not, the young, the vulnerable, mere lambs and kids will be dragged off. Believe it or not, the flock in shock, helpless to watch, or helpless to help, watches it happen. When the shout goes up, Babylon's down, the very earth will shudder at the sound. The news will be heard all over the world. Jeremiah chapter 51 There's more. God says more. Watch this. I'm whipping up a death-dealing hurricane against Babylon. Hurricane Persia. Against all who live in that perverse land. I'm sending a cleanup crew into Babylon. They'll clean the place out from top to bottom. When they get through, there will be nothing left of her worth taking or talking about. They won't miss a thing. A total and final doomsday. Fighters will fight with everything they've got. It's no holds barred. They will spare nothing and no one. It's final and wholesale destruction. The end. Babylon littered with the wounded. Streets piled with corpses. It turns out that Israel and Judah are not widowed after all. As their God, God of the angel armies, I am still alive and well, committed to them, even though they fill their land with sin against Israel's most holy God. Get out of Babylon as fast as you can. Run for your lives. Save your necks. Don't linger and lose your lives to my vengeance on her as I pay her back for her sins. Babylon has a f- Babylon was a fancy gold chalice held in my hand, filled with the wine of my anger to make the whole world drunk. The nations drank the wine and they've all gone crazy. Babylon herself will stagger and crash senseless in a drunken stupor. Tragic. Get anointing balm for her wound. Maybe she can be cured. We did our best, but she can't be helped. Babylon is past fixing. Give her up to her fate. Go home. The judgment on her will be vast. A skyscraper memorial of vengeance. God has set everything right for us. Come, let's tell the good news back home in Zion. Let's tell what our God did to set things right. Sharpen the arrows, fill the quivers. God has stirred up the kings of the Medes, infecting them with war fever. Destroy Babylon. God's on the warpath. He's out to avenge his temple. Give the signal to attack Babylon's walls. Station guards around the clock. Bring in reinforcements, set men in ambush. God will do what he planned, what he said he'd do to the people of Babylon. You have more water than you need. You have more money than you need. But your life is over, your lifeline cut. God of the angel armies has solemnly sworn, I'll fill this place with soldiers. They'll swarm through here like locusts, chanting victory songs over you. By his power he made earth, his wisdom gave shape to the world. He crafted the cosmos. He thunders and rain pours down. He sends the clouds soaring. He embellishes the storm with lightnings, launches the wind from his warehouse. Stick God worshippers look mighty foolish. God makers embarrassed by their handmade gods. Their gods are frauds, dead sticks, dead wood gods, tasteless jokes.
They're nothing but stale smoke. When the smoke clears, they're gone. But the portion of Jacob is the real thing. He put the whole universe together with special attention to Israel. His name, God of the angel armies. God says, you, Babylon, are my hammer, my weapon of war. I'll use you to smash godless nations, use you to knock kingdoms to bits. I'll use you to smash horse and rider, use you to smash chariot and driver. I'll use you to smash man and woman, use you to smash the old man and the boy. I'll use you to smash the young man and the young woman. I'll use you to smash shepherd and sheep. I'll use you to smash farmer and yoked oxen. Use you to smash governors and senators. Judeans, you'll see it with your own eyes. I'll pay Babylon and all the Chaldeans back for all the evil they did in Zion. God's decree. I am your enemy, Babylon, Mount Destroyer, you ravager of the whole earth. I'll reach out, I'll take you in my hand, and I'll crush you till there's no mountain left. I'll turn you into a gravel pit. No more cornerstones cut from you. No more foundation stones quarried from you. Nothing left of you but grave, God's decree. Raise the signal in the land. Blow the shofar trumpet for the nations. Consecrate the nations for holy work against her. Call kingdoms into service against her. Enlist Ararat, Mini, Ashkenaz. Appoint a field marshal against her and round up horses, locust hordes of horses. Consecrate the nations for holy work against her, the king of the Medes, his leaders and people. The very land trembles in terror, writhes in pain, terrorized by my plans against Babylon, plans to turn the country of Babylon into a lifeless moonscape, a wasteland. Babylon's soldiers have quit fighting. They hide out in ruins and caves, cowards who've given up without a fight, exposed as cowering milksops. Babylon's houses are going up in flames. The city gates torn off their hinges. Runner after runner comes racing in, each on the heels of the last, bringing reports to the king of Babylon that his city is a lost cause. The fords of the rivers are all taken. Wildfire rages through the swamp grass. Soldiers desert left and right. I, God of the angel army, said it would happen. Daughter Babylon is a threshing floor at threshing time. Soon, oh very soon, her harvest will come, and then the chaff will fly. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, chewed up my people and spit out the bones. He wiped his dish clean, pushed back his chair, and belched a huge gluttonous belch. Lady Zion says, the brutality done to me be done to Babylon. And Jerusalem says, the blood spilled from me be charged to the Chaldeans. Then I, God, step in and say, I'm on your side, taking up your cause. I'm your avenger, you'll get your revenge. I'll dry up her rivers, plug up her springs. Babylon will be a pile of rubble scavenged by stray dogs and cats, a dumping ground for garbage, a godforsaken ghost town. The Babylonians will be like lions and their cubs, ravenous, roaring for food. I'll fix them a meal, all right, a banquet, in fact. They'll drink themselves, falling down drunk. Dead drunk, they'll sleep and sleep and sleep. And they'll never wake up, God's decree. I'll haul these lions off to the slaughterhouse like lambs, rams and goats, never to be heard of again. Babylon is finished. The pride of the whole earth is flat on her face. What a come down for Babylon to end up inglorious in the sewer. Babylon drowned in chaos, battered by waves of enemy soldiers. Her towns stink with decay and rot, the land empty and bare and sterile. 
No one lives in these towns anymore. Travelers give them a wide berth. I'll bring doom on the glutton god Bell in Babylon. I'll make him vomit up all he gulped down. No more visitors stream into this place, admiring and gawking at the wonders of Babylon. The wonders of Babylon are no more. Run for your lives, my dear people. Run and don't look back. Get out of this place while you can. This place torched by God's raging anger. Don't lose hope. Don't ever give up when the rumors pour in hot and heavy. One year it's this, the next year it's that. Rumors of violence, rumors of war. Trust me, the time is coming when I'll put the no-gods of Babylon in their place. I'll show up the whole country as a sickening fraud with dead bodies strewn all over the place. Heaven and earth, angels and people will throw a victory party over Babylon when the avenging armies from the north descend on her. God's decree. Babylon must fall. Compensation for the war dead in Israel. Babylon's will be killed because of all the that Babylonian killing. But you exiles who have escaped the Babylonian death, get out and fast. Remember God in your long and distant exile. Keep Jerusalem alive in your memory. How we've been humiliated, taunted, and abused, kicked around for so long that we hardly know who we are, and we hardly know what to think. Our old sanctuary, God's house, desecrated by strangers. I know, but trust me, the time is coming, God's decree, when I will bring doom on her no-god idols, and all over this land her wounded will grow, groan. Even if Babylon climbed a ladder to the moon and pulled up the ladder so that no one could get to her, that wouldn't stop me. I'd make sure my avengers would reach her, God's decree. But now listen, do you hear it? A cry out of Babylon, an unearthly wail out of Chaldea. God is taking his wrecking bar to Babylon. We'll be hearing the last of her noise. Death throws like the crashing of waves. Death rattles like the roar of cataracts. The avenging destroyer is about to enter Babylon. Her soldiers are taken. Her weapons are trashed. Indeed, God is a God who even sings out. All end up with their just desserts. I'll get them drunk. The whole lot of them. Princes, sages, governors, soldiers. Dead drunk. They'll sleep and sleep and sleep. And never wake up. The king's decree. His name, God of the angel armies. God of the angel army speaks. The city walls of Babylon, those massive walls, will be flattened. And those city gates, huge gates, will be set on fire. The harder you work at this empty life, the less you are. Nothing comes of ambition like this but ashes. Jeremiah the prophet gave a job to Sariah, son of Neriah, son of Masiah, when Sariah went with, the, with Zedekiah, king of Judah, to Babylon. It was in the fourth year of Zedekiah's reign. Sarah was in charge of travel arrangements. Jeremiah had written down in a little booklet all the bad things that would come down on Babylon. He told Sarah, When you get to Babylon, read this out in public. Read, You, O God, said that you would destroy this place so that nothing could live here, neither human nor animal, a wasteland to top all wastelands, an eternal nothing. When you finish reading the page, tie a stone to it, throw it into the river Euphrates, and watch it sink. Then say, that's how Babylon will sink to the bottom and stay there after the disaster I'm going to bring upon her. Jeremiah, chapter 52. Zedekiah was 21 years old when he started out as king. He was king in Jerusalem for 11 years. His mother's name was Hamatal 
the daughter of Jeremiah. Her hometown was Lib- Libna. As far as God was concerned, Zedekiah was just one more evil king, a carbon copy of Jehoiakim. The source of all this doom to Jerusalem and Judah was God's anger. God turned his back on them as an act of judgment. Zedekiah revolted against the king of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar set out for Jerusalem with a full army. He set up camp and sealed off the city by building siege mounds around it. He arrived on the ninth year and tenth month of Zedekiah's reign. The city was under siege for nineteen months until the eleventh year of Zedekiah. By the fourth month of Zedekiah's eleventh year, on the ninth day of the month, the famine was so bad that there wasn't so much as a crumb of bread for anyone. Then the Babylonians broke through the city walls under cover of the night of, of the night darkness. The entire Judean army fled through an opening in the wall. It was the gate between the two walls above the king's garden. They slipped through the lines of the Babylonians who surrounded the city and headed for the Jordan into the Arabah Valley. But the Babylonians were in full pursuit. They caught up with them in the plains of Jericho. But by then Zedekiah's army had deserted and was scattered. The Babylonians captured Zedekiah and marched him off to the king of Babylon at Riblah in Hamath, who tried and sentenced him on the spot. The king of Babylon then killed Zedekiah's sons right before his eyes. The summary murder of his sons was the last thing Zedekiah saw, for then they blinded him. The king of Babylon followed that up by killing all the officials of Judah. Securely handcuffed, Zedekiah was hauled off to Babylon. The king of Babylon threw him in prison where he stayed until the day he died. In the nineteenth year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, on the seventh day of the fifth month, Nebuzaradan, the king of Babylon's chief deputy, arrived in Jerusalem. He burned the temple of God to the ground, went on to the royal palace, and then finished off the city. He burned the whole place down. He put the Babylonian troops he had with him to work, knocking down the city walls. Finally, he rounded up everyone left in the city, including those who had earlier deserted to the king of Babylon, and took them off into into exile. He left a few dirt-poor farmers behind to tend the vineyards and what was left of the fields. The Babylonians broke up the bronze pillars, the bronze washstands, and the huge bronze basin, the sea, that were in the temple of God, and hauled the bronze off to Babylon. They also took the various bronze-crafted liturgical accessories, as well as the gold and silver censers and sprinkling bowls used in the services of temple worship. The king's deputy didn't miss a thing. He took every scrap of precious metal he could find. The amount of bronze they got from the two pillars, the sea, the twelve bronze bulls that supported the sea, and the ten washstands that Solomon had made for the temple of God was enormous. They couldn't weigh at all. Each pillar stood twenty-seven feet high with a circumference of eight feet or eighteen feet. The pillars were hollow, the bronze a little less than a th- then an inch thick. Each pillar was topped with an ornate capital of bronze pomegranates and filigree, which added another seven and a half feet to its height. There were 96 pomegranates evenly spaced. In all, a hundred pomegranates worked into the filigree. The king's deputy took a number of special prisoners, Saraiah the chief priest, Zephaniah the associate priest, three wardens, the chief remaining army officer, seven of the king's counselors who happened to be in the city, the chief recruiting officer for the army, and sixty men of standing from among the people who were still there. Nebuzaradan, the king's deputy, marched them all off to the king of Babylon at Riblah. 
And there at Riblah in the land of Hamath, the king of Babylon killed the lot of them in cold blood. Judah went into exile, orphaned from her land. 3,023 men of Judah were taken into exile by Nebuchadnezzar in the seventh year of his reign. 832 from Jerusalem were taken in the eighteenth year of his reign. 745 men from Judah were taken off by Nebuzaradan, the king's chief deputy, in Nebuchadnezzar's twenty-third year. The total number of exiles was 4,600. When Jehoiakim, king of Judah, had been in exile for 37 years, evil Merodach became king in Babylon and let Jehoiakim out of prison. This release took place on the 25th day of the 12th month. The king treated him most courteously and gave him preferential treatment beyond anything experienced by the political prisoners held in Babylon. Jehoiakim took off his prison garb, and from then on he ate his meals in company with the king. The king provided everything he needed to live comfortably for the rest of his life. Isaiah chapter 27 At that time God will unsheathe his sword, his merciless, massive, mighty sword. He'll punish the serpent Leviathan as it flees, the serpent Leviathan thrashing in flight. He'll kill that old dragon that lives in the sea. At that same time, a fine vineyard will appear. There's something to sing about. I, God, tend it. I keep it well watered. I keep careful watch over it so that no one can damage it. I'm not angry. I care. Even if it gives me thistles and thorn bushes, I'll just pull them out and burn them up. Let that vine cling to me for safety. Let it find a good and whole life with me. Let it hold on for a good and whole life. The days are coming when Jacob shall put down roots, Israel blossom and grow fresh branches, and fill the world with its fruit. Has God knocked them to the ground as he knocked down those who hit them? Oh no, were they killed as their killers were killed? Again, no, he was hard on them all right. The exile was a harsh sentence. He blew them away on a fierce blast of wind. But the good news is that through this experience, Jacob's guilt was taken away. The evidence that his sin is removed will be this. He will tear down the alien altars, take them apart stone by stone, and then crush the stones into gravel and clean out all the sex and religion shrines. For there's nothing left of that pretentious grandeur. Nobody lives there anymore. It's unlivable. But animals do just fine, browsing and bedding down. And it's not a bad place to get firewood. Dry twigs and dead branches are plentiful. It's the leavings of a people with no sense of God. So the God who made them will have nothing to do with them. He who formed them will turn his back on them. At that time, God will thresh from the river Euphrates to the brook of Egypt, and you, people of Israel, will be selected grain by grain. At that same time, a great trumpet will be blown, calling home the exiles from Assyria, welcoming home the refugees from Egypt to come and worship God on the holy mountain. Jerusalem. And so, Lord, I pray that you would bless this reading today. Thank you for this reading. And blessings on you all, my friends. Thank you for joining me today. I hope to see you tomorrow. Take care now.